Cup of Love, the podcast. Here, we talk about everything from book recommendations, self-care, to life advice. Stay tuned for weekly episodes uploaded every Wednesday. I'm your host, Camille. All right, guys, what is up? I have not recorded in literally weeks because I pre-recorded a bunch of episodes and I'm finally like on a schedule like I know when I'm going to be recording every episode now so you won't have to deal with like super long updates anymore um but um speaking of updates I'm just gonna go ahead and give you the details of what's been going on in my life. So basically my sister is in college now. She no longer lives with us, which is so sad. Um, But I didn't cry. And I think part of that is because last year I was a lot, I was, I feel like I was more, I was thinking about her leaving more than I did now because she was dealing with all of these college applications and I was constantly hearing like all these things about schools that she was applying to. She was going to meetings to show interest in them. She had to work on essays and um, the applications and all that stuff. So I was more worried about stuff like that. Um, But she's enjoying life and that's good that's all I've ever wanted and so that's been going on and then I just had my first three days of school um we went back Wednesday it's now Saturday and so my first three days went by honestly pretty quickly like during the day they go by so slow um but I feel like I do have a good selection of classes. So I'm basically going to give you the rundown on all the classes that I'm taking. So on A days, I have algebra, web design, chemistry, and AP world history. And I love my algebra teacher. I think he's great. I think we're going to have a great year. I feel like he's um going to be good for me because I'm not super good at math but I feel like he can understand that and I feel like that's important to me when I have a science or math teacher I want them to understand that I'm really trying even though it doesn't appear that way um and then I mean web design is just a computer credit that I need to get out of the way so it wasn't I don't know what we're going to be doing in that class really um I think it'll be a fine class I think it'll be annoying but I I think we can't really do a lot of like take home homework which is fine and good and um I have a good teacher for that chemistry I have a lot of people that I know in that class and I'm really excited about that I'm not excited about the actual course though I don't really know what to expect really from the class to be honest I have my first test next Friday in that class though but it's just like lab safety and lab equipment and stuff so I'm gonna start studying for that um just in case I want because the thing is is that 
at the grades at the beginning of the year, I really try to do well on that because I feel like majority of the times so those are the easiest tests that you get. And so I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and put the effort in and then get good grades now. Um, and then AP World History, I'm super jazzed about. I love history. I'm super excited about it. We just um, had like our few notes and few um, first assignments. And I mean, I love history. So I'm excited about that. And the teacher is great. Love him. Um, my sister also had him and he like wrote all of her like college um recommendations is that what it's called college I can't remember but he basically did all that and so he we had our syllabus like on our desk um when we on the first day of school and we had assigned seats and so on my syllabus he wrote you have big shoes to fill and I was like oh lord here we go but but he's super fun um he was absent yesterday though and so I had to deal with figuring out what I was going to do without my computer because he has like his own little website that he does to like show the work that we had to do and like essentially the school like lost my computer and it wasn't just mine that they lost they lost a bunch of people in my math classes computer and so I don't know when I'm getting my computer and so that's really frustrating um so I'm having to deal with that um but so far everything is done well I also have a lot of people in my AP world class as well so I'm really excited about that and then on B days I have English 2 which I mean I think it'll be a fun class I love English I think I have a good teacher I have a bunch of freshmen in my class though because since I went to a private school in mid for middle school um, the way that we they transferred me over to high school is a bit different because essentially we're like a year behind almost in English. So I can't bump ahead and, and I couldn't take English to last year. So I'm stuck with a bunch of freshmen and I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Like no hard feelings about that. But at the same time, it kind of makes me feel like a little bit stupid even though I'm really, really good at English. So I don't know. But that's just kind of my feelings on that. And then ceramics, I I think it'll be fine. I think the class will be frustrating because I'm not an artist. I don't really enjoy art. But it was either that or like chorus or band or theater or I don't even know just like I just felt like that was the most appealing option so I'm kind of stuck with that now um which is fine it's whatever I mean you have to take at least some classes that you don't really like and then I have Spanish 3 with the same teacher that I had for Spanish 1 so I'm really excited about that I have some people I know in that class as well and then I have journalism which I am so excited for 
like that was the highlight of my day on Thursday. It's my last class of the day, so we're ending on a positive note. Um, I have some friends in that class. The teacher is phenomenal. He's great. He really knows a lot about journalism. You can tell he's passionate about it. It sounds like we're going to have a lot of fun. And our school also doesn't have a newspaper, newsletter, a website, like any of that where journalism classes can participate in. And so he's going to try to get us to have a newspaper or something that we can do with um, with that. And so I'm really hoping that we can because like last year, if that was like an option where we could have signed up for the newspaper, like I would have done that. And so I'm really hoping that we will be able to do something with that. Um, just because I do want to live out my Rory Gilmore dreams of, you know, being in the chill in and being able to write for it. <laughs> like, like it sounds fun. And um, I really, really like my teacher. He's great. Um, and my class is great. Like we all participate. And I, I think this year is going to be good. Like this year has been so far pretty good. And I think I think going into this year, I was like, I'm going to have the best year ever. This is going to be great. Like, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I feel like when I went into it with that mindset, it completely changed my outlook towards school, I feel like. Whereas, because I wasn't really nervous on the first day. I wasn't really nervous on the second day. Um, I was nervous on the third day just because we did have like a COVID scare and apparently somebody has COVID in my school and I was like in contact with them. So I'm getting tested tomorrow. And so I was kind of nervous about that because I didn't want to have to stay home for two weeks, end up having COVID. Like I'm fully vaccinated. So I don't think I have COVID. I'm not experiencing symptoms or anything. So I was nervous going into it like that, but I wasn't nervous about having COVID, just more of like what would happen like with school if I like having to deal with doing online school especially without a computer um but I feel like this year is going to be good um so yeah so I'm really excited I feel like it's just going to be a good year I'm completely sold that it will be so I'm really excited about that um and I completely skipped over the affirmation, like always, I feel like I'm always skipping over something. Um, but the affirmation for today is I value myself. I feel like this affirmation holds a lot more meaning than I love myself or something like that because it's like you value yourself. You Do you know what I mean? I feel like when you value something, like you love it, you cherish it. And so I feel like saying I value myself is super important because it's you're telling yourself that you are worthy of everything, that you love yourself. And so I feel like it's super important to actually use that affirmation. Um, and then what I've been into lately is – 
baking. I want to bake some more this weekend. I baked um some cinnamon brown sugar blondies um before I went to see my grandparents and those slapped so hard. Like never in my life have I tasted a blondie that tasted so freaking good. It tasted like autumn. Like it fully tasted like fall. It gave me, you know, like just those vibes. And so I will be making those in October again. And then I also baked, I want to say the next day, I actually ended up baking um chocolate banana bread. So I'm not a huge banana bread person. I just kind of made it to make it. And my grandma loved it. Um, she liked it a lot. And then when I say chocolate banana bread, I mean, we put like chocolate chips in it. So it wasn't like completely chocolate, by the way. And then my mom liked it. She just wished that the chocolate chips weren't in it. And then my grandfather said the same thing. Um, but apparently it was really good. And like I had a little bit of it and it tasted like the best banana bread I've ever had. I haven't had that much banana bread because I'm not a banana bread girl, but it did taste good. Um, and so I don't know what else I'm going to make, but I, I've really been into my baking career recently. I love baking, so I'm really want to dive into that more. And then another thing that I've been into is being motivated. I feel like I, I I feel like I want to say that I've touched on this in the last few episodes. Maybe I can't really remember what I've talked about, but my sister gave me this like goal planner by, hold on. I have it right. It's it's the brand Cultivate What Matters. I checked their website and it's a really nice brand. I would definitely recommend buying something from there. And it's solely a goal planner. Like at the beginning, it has you write all this stuff that's important to you and like basically set your year off to a good start. That's basically the whole thing of it. And it doesn't go by month as well. You can write what month it is so you don't have to buy it in January or August or a certain time, um, which is super nice. I love that they do that. And so obviously I have been, I worked on that and figured out my workout plan, my writing plan, my podcast plan. And so I've just gotten so motivated now. Like I am ready for the school year. I'm ready to just get stuff done. Like that's just been my thing for a while. Like I have been working on the podcast so hard recently. Um, Like I have a huge project that's coming up that may already be up by the time this episode is out. I honestly don't know. Um, I would assume it is. But I'm not going to say it because I I don't know when it's going to be up. But I basically finished working on it this morning. I basically – I worked on it for like an hour last night and then worked on it from 7.30 to like 9 a.m. this morning and finished it. 
And so I'm really excited about it. And then I obviously created the diary series that you guys loved. And so I've just really been working lately, I feel like. Because I feel like the podcast is my job. I like to treat it as such because if you don't treat this like a job, it almost... I feel like for me, it's almost like I can't get it done. Like, it's just a job I really, really love. And so I try to work on it every day. And so I feel like having the goal planner makes me want to work on it every day. Because I feel like, like last month, I wasn't able to work on it every month. But, I mean, every day. But I really, really wanted to. And so now that it's the school year, we're not traveling as much. I feel like I really can sit down and work on it um and I feel like in August school just started so we're not doing much so I do have the time to work on it and then I also got this like weekly calendar from the same brand Cultivate What Matters um that I've been using to write down school stuff on homework if I'm working out like what's my workout plan what I'm doing today and like So that's really fun. So I definitely recommend checking out Cultivate What Matters. So that's just kind of what's been going on in my life. And let's just get into today's episode. All right. So this is obviously a book episode. We're talking about all the books I read in August, but also in July because I pre-recorded a bunch of episodes. So I have 20 books that I'm going to be talking to you guys about. Um, And before you log off and it's like, that's way too much. You already talked for like 17 minutes. This is too long of an episode. Um, I will not be going into as much detail as I normally do just because there are so many books and... Yeah, so the first book that I read was Keeper of the Lost Cities Legacy by Shannon Messenger, which I rated three out of five stars. Um, Do I really remember my thoughts on this book? No, but that's okay. And this book is, this book series is like a kid series like you can read it at any age but I started this when I was like eight or nine and so I'm invested now and have been for years now that it's also being created into a movie it's like we you have to read them continuously like it's just a thing I love the author she's amazing she's great and I feel like for a kid series, it's she's done really, really well with the work and knows how, like, knows kids' humor and whatnot. And I feel like now that I'm 15, it's almost a bit childish, and that's why I rated it 3 out of 5 stars. But I, I still think you should get invested in this book series because, you know, it is phenomenal. The characters are great. She really knows how to, like, make each character different and like pull their personality out from like the page which I really like so definitely recommend 
Next, I read These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong, which I rated four out of five stars. Um, the only reason it was not five out of five was because there wasn't enough romance. Yes, there's tension. Yes, there it's enemies to lovers. Yes, it's gang life and super, like, everything you could ever want in a book like this. It's just, it wasn't, like, the romance just wasn't there until the end of the book, and I still haven't been able to read the second book in the series, so I'm still a bit livid about that. But next time I go into a bookstore, I will be buying um, these, what is it, Violent Ends? I think that's what it's called. But I also am obsessed with Chloe Gong. If you're not, hop on the train ASAP. She literally graduated from an Ivy League school. She published a book at 19. She has the cutest accent ever, like, is stunning as well. And posts on TikTok is literally every single dream that I have, she has achieved. And I'm sorry, the the floor just, like, cracked in my house. And it, like, I'm home alone and it scared me. (laughs) Even though I know nobody's here, I'm still checking. Okay, anyways, um... I don't know where I was, so we're just going to skip to the next um, book. The next book I read was Ruin and Rising by Leigh Bardugo, which I rated two out of five stars. I have touched on this so many times. In every every single episode, I am like, I am done reading fantasy. Fantasy sucks. I can't get into it. I don't know why I keep reading it. Blah, 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 blah. Here we are again. Um, and I still, like, people love Leigh Bardugo's books. Like, love them. Do I want to read Ninth House? I'm pretty sure that's what she wrote. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the one that she recently came out with. I could be wrong. But I do want to read that book by her. And even though I haven't liked her other books, I still want to read it more because it's addictive. Um, Her writing style is also just not my style. I do love Shadow and Bone on Netflix. So hate on me what you want to. What? That made no sense. God, I cannot talk. Just hate on me if you want to. Um, Do what you will. But I just don't like the book series. Like, I don't like Six of Crows. I don't like... I did. I liked Shadow and Bone more than, like, Six of Crows. But, like, after Shadow and Bone, like, the next two were, like, crap, in my opinion. Like, they just weren't good. I mean, Mal is, like, the most unlikable character in the book. So, like, how can I enjoy the book series if the love interest is the worst human possible? So... And then the next book I read was Keeper of the Lost Cities Unlocked by Shannon Messenger, which I rated five out of five stars. So this book is like a guidebook almost to the Keeper of the Lost Cities books. Like it has a bunch of like fun stuff in there, goes into detail about characters, um, maps, 
And then there's also an exclusive point of view telling of Kifi, um, which is literally the love of my life. You can ask my cousin as well. We both love him. And so you do want to buy Legacy if you're reading Keeper of the Lost Cities because it goes into the book that is coming out soon, if that makes any sense. So, and I, if you read Keeper of the Lost Cities and you're like, why are you calling him Keefy? It's Keefe. Keefy just, it just works better, okay? It's like how Bronte, Counselor Bronte, is supposed to be Counselor Bront. We call him Bronte. All like the hard-headed, I'm not softy characters, we make them have soft names. So that's just how it is. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Um, The next book I read was Second First Impressions by Sally Thorne, which I rated five out of five stars. This book, OMG. Sally Thorne just fully knows how to write, knows how to get us to like all of her books. She also wrote the Haney, the Hating Game, which is being turned into a movie right now. And that book slapped. This book slapped. It's great. The only grievance I had with this book was the fact that they made the character so weird like I know that like it's supposed to be like oh the bad the bad boy like falls in love with the weird girl like but I'm just like you did not have to make her that weird I hate it when authors describe what care the main character's clothing choices are like especially in the cruel prince like that made me want to uh, gag um which i will get into the cruel prince later um but they made her wear like grandma i'm in a retirement home clothing she does work in a retirement home but like babe there was no point in having her wear ballet flats and glasses with the chain on them like that's embarrassing that is so embarrassing like it just i get like secondhand embarrassment so badly like there was one time i literally gagged like physically could not control myself it was bad and so i just got a lot of secondhand embarrassment from this book because of the main character but i still loved the book and I highly recommend it. The next book I read was They Both Die at the End by Adam Silvera. Five out of five stars. So I was shocked. I had heard about this book way before TikTok picked up on it. And I didn't read it because they made it sound like they were just friends. I need romance. And they delivered it was not as sad as people made it seem but it was still horribly sad broke my heart in all the right ways the characters are amazing definitely gonna have to reread it now because like I completely forgot that I read this book and I want to reread it because it was it was phenomenal. Like everything that needed to be done in this book was done and it was just 
it was great. Like, OMG, it was phenomenal. Like, I, I just can't even, it is beyond words how great it is. Um, and then the next book I read was In Five Years by Rebecca Searle, which I rated five out of five stars. This book was great. Like, it was a little slow, and it was kind of annoying because it was, like, this weird limbo where I was, like, are they going to end up together? Is she going to end up with another guy? Did she end up with the other guy? Like, it was just this weird thing, and that's kind of what I had an issue with. But I feel like the main purpose of this book was to show that the main character needed to find herself outside of the relationship. And because she basically dated this guy for like seven, eight years. I don't I don't freaking know how long, but that's not a spoiler, by the way, just so you guys know. Um and they like just never got engaged and they had like the same relation like they just were like in static with their relationship I don't know if that's actually a saying but we'll make it a saying um like basically they weren't moving forward they weren't moving backwards and like the girl the main character was lost and then eventually at the end of the book like she finds herself like super it was pretty predictable, but, like, the stuff with, like, romance wasn't there. I don't know if I would still rate it 5 out of 5, but I also don't really remember the book. So, I don't know. And then I read Tokyo Ever After by Amiko Jean, and I rated that 5 out of 5 stars. This book was great. OMG. It also, what really cracked me up about that book was that... I love Princess Diaries, and that's, like, essentially what it was, but, like, not really, because, like, the romance dynamic and, like, a lot of other factors went into it weren't um, Princess Diaries-like, but I just was not expecting it to be so much like Princess Diaries. It was great. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. It was phenomenal I think I just had like looking at my list now like I had a really good reading book month to be honest um the next book I read was Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard and I rated it three out of five stars I hate that book I I don't know how to explain it but I don't get the hype around Victoria Aveyard's books and I don't know why, but, like, people either love her books or despise them. And I get it because I assumed that it was, like, an enemies-to-lovers romance. That's what I thought it was. Because it they everybody on TikTok made it seem like that's what it was. But it wasn't. It wasn't. And so I remember when I found out that he literally was the enemy and there was no lovers in the book. I mean, there there are lovers, but like it, bland lovers. And like, I was just like, are you kidding me? I read this book for nothing. 
nothing. I got nothing out of reading this book. It wasn't good, in my opinion. It just, the writing wasn't good. It was bland. Everything was pretty, like, predictable, except for the end. And then I read The Glass Sword by Victoria Aveyard, which is the second book. And I that was, like, worse than the first one. I read it at two out of five stars. Cannot tell you what was going on in that book at all. I kept zoning out, then having to zone back in. And it was just a train wreck, like, for me reading that book. Like, I was just trying to read the whole series before the show came out so that I wouldn't be one of those people who never read the books, then reads the, I mean, then watches the series and is like, wow, this is so great. And then I have to admit that I never read the book series. I will be watching the show. but. I did read the first two books, so I'm just going to say mission accomplished with that one. Um, and then I read Float Plan by Trish Dollar, which I rated four to five stars. This book was great. It was also really sad because, like, on the first page, it's talking about how her fiancé committed suicide. I was like, whoa, we are just diving right in to this girl's mental health problems, aren't we now? So it was it was a really good book. There could have been more romance. I know that the whole purpose was, you know, to find herself, yada, yada, yada. But I am a hopeless romantic at heart. I need to be fed a certain amount of romance every time I read a book. And when it's not delivered, I get upset. So that's just what was going on when I was reading the book. But it was really great. I definitely recommend reading it. And then, oh my gosh, I forgot I read this book this month. This book was, oh my God, beyond words. I am speechless. It is. On Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous by Ocean Vuong. And I know, I know that it's so basic of me to have read that book now. But it is great. It is by far in the top three books I've ever read in existence. Like, it is, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I thought I was going to be bored when I bought that book. But it, I don't know. Like, the writing is impeccable. It just told a story without even, like, telling the full story, if that makes sense. And it it was just great. It was phenomenal. I want to read another one of his books so badly now. That and Violet Ends, I need to read. So... Next book I read was The Cruel Prince by Holly Black, which I rated three out of five stars. So I referenced that book earlier. And my cousin hyped this book up so much. I went into it thinking, oh my God, this is going to be the best book I've ever read. Woo, it's going to be great. I'm going to have a new book obsession. This is going to be fantastic. Wrong. 
this book was not good. I did not like it. I did not appreciate it. They normalized murdering people, which is wrong, by the way, if you are confused on why that's a bad thing. Um, And it was just, like, not there for me. I, I don't, I don't know. It just wasn't there for me. Like, do I love Cardin? Yes. Am I a fan of him? 1000%. But I just, the book was just too hyped up. And I feel like that's a thing that happens. I've noticed now with like being on book talk is that people hype books up so much. And then you read them having these super high expectations. And then when it's not delivered, you are like, are you kidding me? Like this book is trash. And I feel like I grade the books harsher because I have such high expectations. And then I read um, While We Were Dating by Jasmine Gullery. And I rated it five out of five stars. This book was great. Oh, my God. It served everything that needed to be served on a freaking silver platter. This book was great. Like, the romance was there. The characters were there. The writing was there. The books are just great. Like, oh, my God. I need to read more of her books because they're so great. And then I also read Big Summer by Jennifer I want to say Weiner or Weiner. I think it's Weiner. That's like really sad if her last name's Weiner. Um, anyways, that book, I was utterly disappointed. There was, there's literally no other way to describe my disappointment than saying, I mean, there isn't really. I assumed like going into this book, it was going to be romance. They marketed it as romance, in my opinion. They made it seem like it was, like, going to be great. And, like, it was good. It was also, like, a murder mystery, which was not told in the blurb. Like, what? Like, why would they just skip over that part? I feel like that was really irritating to me. So I did rate it two out of five stars because it was just not my type of book at all. Um, And then I also read The Mistake, The Dare, The Play, The Deal, The Chase. And those are all by L. Kennedy. Um, And I rated all of them five out of five stars. I listed them all together because they're all a part of like the Briar U and Off Campus series. And those books are great. Like, beyond words, great. The writing's great. The romance, great. The characters are great and distinctive. And it's phenomenal. Like, I feel like when all your books are romance, it's very hard to get a different, like, plot every time. But, like, she was able to do it. She delivered she got the message and served. So great for her. So those are all of the books that I needed to talk to you guys about. I hope I didn't bore you completely. I hope you got some book recommendations. 
And yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your day. If you want to keep up with all of the latest news on Cup of Love, you can find us on Instagram at Cup of Love Podcast. And if you want to follow my personal Instagram account, you can. It's at Camille Bocash.